0: Hey good morning good evening or good afternoon how you guys doing It's your guy Larry and you just tune into Black Nerds Podcast where I talk about video game news movie news and also tech so how you guys doing today hopefully you're doing well hopefully you're having a wonderful week or weekend whenever time you're listening to this and um you know, we have already passed the Labor Day holiday and, you know, three days off. How was your four day week? Hopefully you had a wonderful week. Also, um, pray for the people that's over in the East Coast again. Um, we um, are still continuing on with the, the hurricane, uh, Hurricane Dorian, um, from what the news has been saying uh, down to like a Category 1, um, I believe it's past the, the Carolinas. Um, so I haven't had a chance to really uh, check it out, but I did kind of in glimpses got a chance to check out the fact that isn't down to a category one still kind of dangerous though 100, miles, 100 mile an hour winds over there um, hope everybody's doing well if you know people and family members Or friends that you know over there You know reach out to them see if they need any Help or, or what not if they don't If you're not able to do anything about It just simply um, send out Your prayers and everything prayer does work Guys you know just to let you know I know that this is all about tech and Tech and uh, movies and stuff But I just want to also let you know You know your prayers if, if Anything you can do and you can't do anything Physically or monetarily you know Please 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 just send your prayers and your concern to, to uh, uh, people in the location. So, without further ado, we have a very tech-heavy um, show ahead of you right now. So, if you have time, you know, get a chance to check it out. It's a lot of information. Um, Nintendo, um, there's a lot of Nintendo news in this episode. Um, we talk about Um, The Nintendo SNES titles Are coming to the Nintendo Switch So those of you like myself If you played the Super NES uh, games Back in the day Guess what They are finally releasing The Super NES uh, games On the Nintendo online service So I mentioned about that A list of things that list of uh, games That you'll be familiar with So I just kind of wanted to share that with you Also um, we talk about Uh, a lot of awesome games coming to xbox game pass so i know i don't normally do a lot of news on xbox but i want to kind of mention that this time around for the for the game segment and um let you guys know those of you xbox fans out there that uh yeah you know you guys got the best thing going right now the game pass in case you don't know a hundred i mean it's uh ten nine well basically ten dollars for a hundred games Then also um, in this episode, I also talk in the tech um, phones and stuff, um, the return of the fold. So return of the fold, meaning that uh, in this in this one, we're talking about the um, Samsung Galaxy Fold. So some of you may remember that, you know, the debacle that Samsung had. Well, at IFA 2019, that's going on this week. As a matter of fact, there'll be more news coming out today about IFA 2019. That's in Berlin, Germany. Um, they will also be um, they, were, they also revealed the return of the Samsung Galaxy Fold and so I mentioned that um, quite a bit on that one um, also there's new Amazon products so those of you that are really into the Amazon Fire um, sticks and, and things like that well guess what there's, a, there's um, at EFA 2019 there is the Amazon Fire TV a newer model of that also the Amazon Fire Cube and just a few others on a few few other things on the amazon fires fire series i should say amazon is doing such a great job and so i definitely wanted to kind of kind of you know get get some taste on on that too a little bit also if you're an apple user guess what we're gonna have there's an event coming this week as of as of the time of this recording this week it should be on the 10th of september so september 10th We'll be talking about all things Apple, um, good things coming out of there, um, about the new, um, 10, 10 RS, um, and so, or the 11, I guess they, they want to call it. Um, so anyway. Lots of news coming out of the world of Apple Along with maybe the Possibly Apple smartwatch again Uh, Maybe the uh, Apple TV rumors Because you know they have an Apple TV service That is coming as well So can't wait to hear that I will definitely be um, checking that out also this week as as, um, this week rolls by and then the last thing is I talk about a, a phone that I am personally interested in it's called the LG GA10 it's a dual screen phone so yes in the world of of foldables and foldable uh, laptops and phones and stuff LG has also come out with their own version of the of the dual screen and they call it, well the own foldable version I should say but it's considered a dual screen I definitely would like for you to check out this segment as well as the video I mean I am very very impressed with this one so hope you um you know, hope you get a chance to check out everything again. Sorry for the length of this podcast, but there was a lot and I had to cram a lot into this one, but um hopefully you have time to listen to it. If not, you know, break it up over, you know, the course of days or what have you. But anyway, just sit back, relax and enjoy this next next episode of Black Nerds Podcast. So, hey, so I got some more news. Um, It seems like there's always news (laughs) coming out of Nintendo. Um, Nintendo is just growing and growing by leaps and bounds here. And so um, we had a uh, Nintendo Direct. Very good Direct, in my opinion. I know there's some people out there that don't agree that it was a good Direct. Um, I don't know. You know, um, I think that the only good Direct is is a as a good uh as a direct that has that announces games that you particularly want and now and i say that because i didn't get everything that i wanted in this direct okay i specifically would like to have heard certain announcements made but unfortunately you know that wasn't in the time of this direct so i say that because you know there's a lot of people that complain all the time over every single Direct that Nintendo puts out. And granted, you know, I will admit, you know, no, not all Directs are gonna be perfect. Not all Directs are gonna have every, or announce every game that you want them to announce. But hear this, so far since the Nintendo Switch came out, I believe in 2017, um, of March of 2017, you know, they have been constantly on a roll a great role actually uh, for this this uh console cycle and um you know i'm pretty i'm pretty happy and satisfied with the system um I think that it could improve itself. Yes, but for the most part I'm very happy with the system. Um yeah, no system is perfect either. So we've had the Joy-Con drift situation going on with it and everything else. The online stuff though um is the, is the one of the biggest things that a lot of gamers um really had a problem with. Um we they launched off the um the NES titles which is from the the Nintendo Entertainment System, which was the first Nintendo system ever created by Nintendo. So, you get, you know, if you're a nostalgist like me, um, remembering that the games of yesterday, you'd be happy to see the lineup of NES games on the the uh, the online service. And now, um, as of this last pa- last direct that we had. They announced 20 new titles, but this these are coming from the now the Super NES, which is the second um, Nintendo console that they have made. Now, granted, you know, a lot of us have been asking for this, and so now I think Nintendo has heard us, and I think Nintendo does hear us too. So here's the thing, though, which I'm excited about. Um, there's gonna be, um, 20 at release of launch. So if you have the, now this is only if you have already purchased the $20 per year online service. Um, or, you know, if you have the, uh, family, the family plan, I think it's like $36. So with that being said, they announced up to 20 Super NES games. That will be out at launch, which will be, which is, you know, if you listen to this this uh, recording right now, it's pretty much already um, out there. So um, the first one is Brawl Brothers, Demon Crest, Joe and Mac Two, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby Dreamland Three, Star Fox, Super EDF, which is Earth Defense Force. Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, which is Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and... And the Legend of Zelda Links links to the Past A Link to the Past Excuse me Sorry about my phone here Um. So What do you think about this I have also heard That there will be more Super Nintendo uh, Releases So now an interesting article That I read also And it was Stating the fact that there will be um, 60 super N- super NES titles that will be released throughout the, the 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 year of 2019 into 2020, and I'm not sure whether they're going to do it month to month. I'm not sure if there's like you know like they did the NES titles where it was two per month. Um, that kind of kind of got it on a lot of people's nerves. I guess the sort of uh, drip feed. Um, But the reason why I mention this is because um, it sounds like, and I might be wrong about this one, but it sounds like they're going to just do 60 Super NES titles and only 60 NES titles, and that's going to be it. Now, they're, they're explaining it like they may rotate them out, maybe, I don't know, but there will only be up to 60 at a time so 60 nes titles and 60 super nes titles so i'm not sure exactly if that is correct but i will find out more and read more articles and i'm sure other people are also um talking about this even as i put this information out but what do you guys think about this is this something that you would like to see i know that xbox has a phenomenal system i've always i've always talked about it it's called um xbox game pass where for a hundred you get a hundred games and you pay like 9.99 a month so these hundred games and these are like games that are new release titles too so i thought that was a superb deal a great deal for those that have never played maybe a certain game Um, just a phenomenal way to be able to to um you know get get into a gaming system um like that so what do you guys think about this this is something that you would like to see from nintendo i know that nintendo is so known for its older titles titles that they had on on the on the nes system the super nes system as well as the uh nintendo 64 the gamecube the wii the wii u so you know honestly Nintendo does make great first party games and all their stuff like their Yoshi games, the Mario games, the Kirby games, the Metroid games and Smash Bros of course, Smash Bros Smash Brothers games um, they all are great first party titles and that's honestly I think that's what really sells the system um, when they have a first party a great first party um, title or a game they sell their consoles like gangbusters so you know what do you guys think about this and um would they would they like to continue on this thing also don't forget they did announce that they are going to bring back the super nes controller which that was the one that you had with your super nes console back in the days and this one is going to be bluetooth they're Saying the price is going to be thirty-five dollars, and that's going to be for those that have the online service, the um, you know Nintendo's online service. So I'm definitely going to get that. I, I'm I'm really excited about seeing that. I hope that um, you know I'm I'm excited about seeing that. So what do you guys think about it? You know, leave your comments in my in my uh, inbox and uh, let me know. All right. Hey, So there is a listing of uh, games that are coming out for Xbox, um, the Xbox Game Pass. So in case some of you um, out there that um, have the Xbox, they have a phenomenal list of um, games that will be coming out for the month of September. I know I'm kind of late in, um, in kind of announcing those, but um, yeah, I think that um, Game Pass has always been a... Really good um, program for those that, those of you that you know have the Xbox One, and um, basically you get, I think it's like nine ninety nine a month, and you get to play like a hundred games for ten dollars a month. It's a subscription service, kind of like a Netflix style service. And I and and what's so cool about it is that um, they rotate. You know some of the games so there's some games I'm sure that they kind of stay but then there's some that they rotate them out so and another plus thing plus thing that I like about uh, Game Pass is that some of the brand new games that first you know first party games or even third party games such as say. As um, soon as they're released, they actually release them on Game Pass. So it's a great opportunity for those that maybe want to try a game that never played it or may have heard of like, a you know, one of these big, you know, big third party games that will come to the system and being able to just try it for like $10 a month, which is a, which is an awesome deal. Um, I kind of honestly, I kind of wish Nintendo would do that. Um, but I really think that this is a phenomenal deal. And there are some of the um, pretty much here's some of the um, the games that come in, that came out for um, I believe Game Pass for this month. Um, one was uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, Dead by Daylight, a special edition, Dead Cells which also was on the Switch, I remember that one, uh, Riverbound. Blair Witch Project, um, Life is Strange Two, uh, Batman Arkham Knights, very good game. I've played that game before, and um, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big DC fan. But um, I remember Bat- Batman Arkham City, and then Bat- Batman Arkham Knights, very good game. Um, also, if you're into the uh, Lego Batman, uh, Batman uh, Lego Batman Three Beyond Gotham, I've never played that one before. Um, but I, I love all the Lego, the Lego, um, just the Lego games from the iterations of the Marvel superhero ones, the DC ones. I mean, just they, they don't make any bad games. I think those are really good games. Uh, Metro Exodus. Um, this, is, this game has been out for a while, um, but it's a very good game, too, as, as well. Now, um, the one that I was, that I was referring to when I said some of the brand new games is Gears 5. Now, Gears 5 just came out, um, I have, I, you know, I've, I've, I'm not sure if I'll be able to play it, but I do know, um, Gears 5, um, has been in the works for a while. I played, I think the last Gears game that I've actually played was, I want to say it's either Gears 2 or 3. It's been a long time since I've actually got back into any of the Gears games, but this one here looks so awesome, and so wonderful, um, I would love to play this game um, Also Resident Evil uh, Rev- Revelations uh, Riptide Renegades um, Metal Gear Solid Collection So addition HD edition 2 and 3 So um, just Um of another phenomenal um collection for and that's was for the xbox 360 so maybe some of you that that hadn't had a chance to play it at that time you know can play it now so that's what's so good about you know like game pass um you get a chance to play some of these type of games okay um also so another um some more good ones that's coming. Creature in the Well. Um, I've been hearing a little bit about that. Uh, Age of Empires. Now, that one is a PC game coming for, coming to the Xbox One system. Um, play that on Game Pass as well. Um, I think it's a really good game um, as well. Resident Evil 4. Um, Full Metal Furies. I'm not sure exactly what this one is about. Um, also, Dead Rising 4. I've heard of that one. Um, Devil May Cry 5, Ape Out, also, uh, I played that on the Switch. Yoku Island, um, that's also on the Switch as well. It's a really good um, indie game, and I was really impressed with that one. And also, let's see what else. Uh, Wastelands 2, um, State of Decay Heartland is another great one. Um, also, Metal Gear Solid 5, Downwell, and just um, like I said just a lot a of, lot of good games that you know uh, again just um, you know having the the system um, also let's see I'm reading off of a list uh, Metal Gear Solid Survive Rare Replay this is a phenomenal series if you are a person that loves the throwbacks of the Rare series um, Banjo and Kazooie is a character that will be in the rare Re- replay because it was a rare character along with the donkey Kong, donkey kong and you know uh battle toads and conk um i think it's uh, the squirrel i think it is and uh just so many other rare titles this is a great um rare replay is a collection of all these rare titles um from the company rare is what i'm saying and this is awesome awesome i was man this if you don't have game pass you gotta get game pass uh super hot outer worlds um lego city undercover you know actually kind of a what a three-year-old game now but uh yeah most definitely um if you it, like i said all the lego games is actually pretty good um dimbleweed park um also what else uh, killer instinct that's an older game i remember that one um the surge uh what else neon chrome light space um just a ton tons of games here um there's also metal slug that's one i couldn't think of before um metal slug battle chasers uh borderlands 2 uh, the prequels and the number and the number two series, um, also um, Shinmu one and two, um, Brothers Everspace. Goat Simulator. I don't know why this is so popular, but lo- lots of people love it. It's it's one of those time wasters. Very fun to play, um, but. Goat simulator, simulator available okay for the for the Game Pass and also let's see uh, Portal Bridge Constructor Portal Guacamelee 2 now this is a game it's very very fun um, actually a very very fun game it's a um, hispanically Hispanic based game very colorful and it's awesome awesome it's like a platformer so really awesome game Hollow Knight definitely another great game it's an independent game game um i first played it on the switch very good game um if you're if you're really looking for something really neat to play and then also um let's see what else is on here dig two. dig two definitely steam world dig two is awesome um another hidden gem i would say um rocket league very fun game to play as well um, a lot of these games that's on game pass i played them on the switch um the messenger war groove i've been hearing a lot about that one um let's see uh uh surviving mars don't know too much about that one unfortunately um but mutant uh, year zero uh road to end eden and um just like i said just just a lot of a lot of wonderful games that have um coming out for for uh microsoft's uh game pass um you know subscription service if you don't have game pass i mean what are you waiting for this is an awesome awesome subscription service for the xbox one and um i can't i can't recommend it enough so um, again, just kind of wanted to kind of pass along that information on that for Xbox players. Okay, so do you remember the Galaxy Fold and the debacle behind that? So, You know, it started off being, you know, Samsung's first foldable phone. Um, I was one of them that was pretty skeptical about the phone itself. Um, One thing about it, I do like new technology. But I kind of I kind of am to the point where I feel like it has to make sense. And even from a consumer standpoint, I do enjoy the fact that you know we're at a time where technology is moving at a pace now to where we're trying to discover new things trying to Mm. experiment with different options and i think that that is very well put and done when done right um the good thing that came out of this though is that samsung among other companies but samsung really has learned how to um Actually, t- kind of in a way to take a hit, because being the first, yes, you you might fail at being first, but at least you learn, and at least you come out, you know, better in the end. And to me, this is really a credit to Samsung, actually, because Samsung, you know, they took a risk at uh, the first foldable phone, even before that their um their galaxy note um i believe was the note 9 um that was considered the exploding phone um again another hit for a company that didn't make them look too too good but i think that overall looking at both of those situations um it It is actually made Samsung a, a more human like company, in my opinion. I think as a consumer, I don't really I don't really am not very critical of them because one thing about it, you know, sometimes you get more credit for being the first one out there to attempt to do something, even though you may fail as opposed to kind of hanging back and watching and watching and, until something happens. So honestly, you know what? Samsung is actually a really good company, and I really am proud of how they've been running their their situation in spite of their failures. Remember this: failure. Even though there's a failure, doesn't always mean that you failed at success. Because sometimes your failures are the ones that lead you to success, and that's the case, in my opinion, when it comes to Sam, to uh, the company of Samsung. There's an article that was given by CNET, and I wanted to share that with you by um, Jessica po- Dolcourt. Dolcourt, excuse me. Um, and this is, um, some of you may well n- may know that the, the Galaxy Fold um, made, is, made its second re, uh, re-release over at the uh, IFA two, twen- uh, two 2019 event that's still going on right now. So um, she got some hands-on experience with it. So um, I want to share this this article with you. Um, So it says months after putting the Galaxy Fold on ice, Samsung is finally ready to sell its redesigned foldable phone this month. The Fold is the company's first ever device with a screen that bends in half and also the first to come to the market from any major brand. Huawei postponed the Mate X might now go on sale in October. But the rush to be first hurt the fold, embarrassed Samsung CEO and cast doubt on the durability of these seriously risky devices. It's a lesson Samsung is unlikely to forget and hopefully unlikely to repeat. After I reviewed the initial phone design, I found I said that a foldable phone is only as good as the quality of its screen. That's because more than any other phone, the screen is the is the foldables very reason for being its entire entire value rests on in its ability to provide you a meaningful experience on a bigger display than one you can have with a 6.8 inch phone like the note 10 plus. And in a footprint that's half the size of a tablet, two thousand dollars is a lot to spend on a delicate piece of tech, whose chief asset is prone to gouges. And worse, turns out, I, turns out I was half right. The screen's integrity is only one element of the bigger picture. The Galaxy Fold didn't have. A rocky beginning solely because the plastic screen's top layer is softer than glass. The damage came because the entire design was flimsier than it should have been, with the screen as the central point of failure. The problem with the Galaxy Fold began almost immediately when a handful of reviewers noticed three different issues maligning the display. There were bulges. There were flickering, and in more than one case, a protective layer that looked like a common disposable dust guard proved to break the glass when it was taken off. The Galaxy Fold was more prototype than finished product, and it showed. Samsung said it it fixed the Fold's problem by adding plastic and metal reinforcements throughout. It's closed off the air gaps where muck, can get in, strengthening the screen layers and made a crucial protective film hard to pry off. I I went hands-on with the refreshed Galaxy Fold and found it to be sturdier than the first time around. I'm reminded of the iPhone, Samsung's archival in mobile devices, reviews stretching back 10 years, complimented uh, Apple's top-notch build quality iPhone feels solid and cohesive. Buttons don't wobble in their housing. You don't see many hairline gaps where dust and crumbs get stuck. Yes, the iPhone has experienced problems over the years, but not to scale the Samsung's PR nightmares with the Fire Phone Galaxy Note 7 and this delayed Galaxy Fold. Samsung went out on a limb in its quest to be the first to be foldable, but in the end, it only set the company back. It would have been better off taking taking a cue from Apple's constructive ethos. Samsung's fixes for the fold tell us a lot about the design to begin with. Whether it, was, it wasn't tested long enough, enough in-house or for problems to develop, or whether Samsung accepted taking shortcuts to meet its, its self-imposed deadline remain unknown. It's no doubt been a costly mistake. Samsung had to spend more time and money to review the problems and fix them. Cancel pre-orders, credit initial buyers $250 apiece for their trouble. We hear what we know about the faux pre-orders now. The company also appears to have scaled back its its sales expectation, cutting it two best colors from the portfolio. Meanwhile, competitors are, are watching and waiting to see what happens next. Huawei, LG, Motorola, TCL, and Apple have all either announced their intentions of uh, to release a foldable phone or are rumored to be in the planning stages. LG is also hedging a foldable phone bet with a case that turns a regular 6.4 inch LG GAX into a dual display or dual screen device. These brands will be sure to avoid the same design weaknesses that, the lead, that lead to the fold screens problem in the first place now the trick is to see how well samsung's improvement worked. plastic end caps and internal metal architecture may help keep the screen healthier this time around but it does not but it didn't address uh, other potential design issues like the oversized notch and the external display that too that's too small to comfortably type on and a fingerprint reader That's awkward to use when the fold is closed. Samsung may have shored up the Galaxy's Fold's most glaring mistakes, but I'm already looking forward to seeing what better foldable design and the brand comes up with next. Samsung did not immediately respond to a request for comment. So, what do you think about this? Do you... Feel more confident as A consumer to possibly Purchase this phone or Would you be like the rest of the companies LG, Huawei um, Apple and Others to kind of sit back and wait To see exactly how this Is going to pan out for, for Samsung One thing about it though You know Samsung wasn't afraid To take the, take the lead And I will definitely say Again is that it was pre- it's pretty cool to actually see them taking the lead, even though they were embarrassed by the first debacle that happened to them. You know, again, success doesn't always mean you're not going to fail. Sometimes failure leads to success. So in this in this this type of um movement toward this new type of technology or new iteration of technology, I hope that that Samsung succeeds. I'm the one that doesn't, you know, I don't feel that it's, it's uh, in anybody's interest to to sit back and watch someone fail and and give up. But I think that Samsung has a great um, reputation behind them as far as with their appliances, as far as their their computers, their laptops, things like that. They've already proven that they're actually a really good company, but every even good companies and big companies will also falter and make mistakes too. that just proves that not everybody's perfect but again um i'm really I'm really looking at Samsung in a sense with a little bit of pride though to be honest with you so what do you guys think um do you see do you see the need for affordable phone that's another thing I still am at the at this at the um, you know at the thinking of the, that I as a consumer don't really need a, a foldable phone instead honestly it's more of a want than anything and right now at $2,000 that's really kind of at the point where I don't even really want something that is $2,000 that I have to pay for so If it's not a laptop, or it's not a desktop computer, I don't know about spending $2,000 for a phone that has a smaller screen and screen real estate than a laptop and also a desktop. Am I saying, am I putting Samsung down and saying that? No, it's just that my preference as a consumer, I don't feel the need to have to spend $2,000 on a small foldable phone. So... What are your thoughts? Leave me your comments in the in the comment section. I really appreciate being able to share this article with you. I hope this article was actually pretty informative. And stay tuned for more stuff that I'll I'll be getting from um IFA 2019. All right. so i got some more information from um a site that i pretty frequently look at now um it's a uh, site that I highly recommend uh core cutter news um, they also have a YouTube channel very good information coming out of there um, if you're um, like myself really into um, news that is involving the new streaming services um because streaming services are starting to really become a big thing now you know there's it's an alternative to um you know just watching regular cable so a lot of times you know cable now is starting to get to a place where it's starting to um you know, it's, it's, it's getting to the place where it's becoming more expensive to keep cable. Um, especially with some of the supposed bundle deals that they, they try to get customers in, but now, you know, customers are able to have another choice out there, which is good. And competition is really good too. So, um, like I said before, you know, if you, if you ever, um, you know, look at other choices like say the Amazon Fire um, or Amazon Prime, excuse me, Amazon Prime um, is a good choice because it has so many good uh, products and also, you know, with, along with your Amazon Prime um, account. Um, you get, you know, a lot of great movies, a lot of um, you get access to music. So if you're if you don't have like a streaming music service, like, say, Pandora or Spotify, you know, you can also try Amazon Music, too. Um, they've all pretty much work the same, in my opinion. Um, maybe the interface is a little bit different. And I think that. Even with Amazon Music, you can actually download it on your mobile phone and, and take it on the go with you. But um, there's, there's several options out there. So just kind of wanted to let you know. But um, the reason for the reason for this, I wanted to um, share with you some information actually from amazon actually and they have a list of devices you know some of some of you are are familiar with the amazon fire stick and those are you know pretty good devices as well for you know your streaming streaming content and things like that um so they announced that um they have a more powerful fire tv cube now the t there's a um just like the fire stick they also have a cube and um this one was pretty interesting to me as a matter of fact, because I don't own a, a fire TV cube, but I do have the fire stick. So I'm not sure whether or not I would actually get this, um, but I am interested in it because of what it does. So it says um, they also announced it says in the article 15 new uh, fire TV edition TVs, including the first um, uh, smart TV and built-in uh built-in far-field voice control and f- uh first OLED Fire TV edition smart TV and Amazon also mentioned the new Fire TV edition sound soundbar now um let's see I'm sorry I, I was reading the wrong article okay so the, the 2019 Fire TV Cube it says comes with a new hexa-core processor making it more than making it more than twice as powerful as the first generation Fire TV Cube. This new Cube offers Dolby Vision HDR, HDR 10+, and 60 frames per second 4K. Amazon will will once again include far-field voice control built directly into the new Fire TV Cube so you can use Alexa to control your tv even if you don't have it have the remote so it says the fire tv cube will also be able to control other devices in your living room using the multi-directional infrared and hdmi CEC protocols to turn on and off your tv soundbar av receiver and more um so fire tv cube was the first Hands-free streaming media play, uh, player powered by Alexa, and, uh, and since launching last year, it says they have uh, have gathered a wealth of feedback from customers about how they use voice in the living room. So, what do you guys think about this? I think that was it's um you know I I haven't I I was I'll be the first to let you know I haven't used the the Fire TV Cube, so I'm pretty. I'm not a good resource when when it comes to that. Um, Some of you might have already um, purchased the Fire TV Cube, not the 2019 version, but the one that was before this. Um, And so this here has been really making a big buzz because I know um, this is one of the items that they talked a lot about at the IFA uh, 2019 in, in uh, uh, Berlin Germany actually so this is where you know some of this is from cord cutting news but it's also um, I guess it's been more spread about the news has been spread about at the at EFA the 2019 also um, in addition to the Fire TV Cube um, Amazon also has a, a Amazon Fire TV edition soundbar now, this one is, it's a new product from them as well. And this one is, it's pretty interesting too. It's, uh, Amazon says the the, the, um, they call it a new, a Nebula Soundbar Fire Edition. Okay. And, um, let's see here. It's, um, saying that in partnership with Anchor, Amazon is launching a Nebula Soundbar Fire TV edition that turns your turns any TV into a smart TV with Dolby Vision pass through 4K HDR Alexa near field voice control and a unified smart TV user interface it will come with a Fire TV voice remote with Alexa to control your Fire TV experience and turn on and off your compatible television okay this is this is set to um, set you back 299 in the United States, so about $300 for this device, and I believe it's it's um, saying here, uh, November 21st will be the launch date of this, or so when you'll be able to purchase it. Um, I'm sure through Amazon as well. Also, um, just in case you're interested, there's also, uh, new Fire TV Edition smart TVs. So, um, Amazon announced a multiple new Fire TV Edition smart televisions for, from the new partners, including JVC, Skyworth, Arc Leak, Lick, TPV, Comp, and Compal. Okay. Uh Amazon will also expand be expanding the Fire TV edition, smart television T V sales into the United Kingdom, Germany and Austria. Um um, in the United States and Canada, T- Toshiba will be releasing a new 65-inch fire television or TV edition smart TV with Dolby Vision. Toshiba has already released a 50-inch version of this TV. But now buyers uh, in the United States and Canada will be able to get the 65-inch version for $599 at Best Buy starting uh, in October. So again, these are, um, pretty, pretty interesting stuff coming out of Amazon. The, you know, going back to the soundbar, um, I find it very interesting myself. I personally, I am I'm just the wrong person for this, to be honest with you. Um, but some of you out there might be interested in a soundbar. What it is, is it's basically it's a, it's a, it's a device that will enhance the, the volume of your television. Now, like they said, if you don't have a, say, a smart TV and what they consider a smart TV nowadays is a television that comes equipped with maybe like a Wi-Fi uh, integration within the TV. So, in other words, you'll be able to go online with the TV, which which really that's kind of the least thing that you would use it for is to go online with it. But um but now you can actually uh You know, stream or download like say Netflix or Hulu or any of the other, um, streaming apps that you can now purchase, um, and have your own set subscriptions onto these onto your, your regular TV. And what it would do, like say, for instance, since we're talking about the soundbar, it will give you access to everything that Amazon Prime offers. So, you know, of course, this is (laughs) kind of like an entry level, um entry level for a person that doesn't have amazon prime and again this is just i mean this is business and marketing in my opinion um amazon's way of saying hey you know this is kind of a real subtle way of introducing you to uh, amazon prime or the products that they offer which could be like the um you know, having Amazon movies and and the music, like I was saying earlier, um, and also you know, um, getting you kind of getting get, getting in with a, a device that they think that you could use. Now, my personal opinion is, if you already have, say, a Fire Stick, like I do, um, I, I personally don't see a need for a sound bar. I have a Vizio sound bar that's already connected to my television. Um, you know i i've seen i've seen things like this to where certain products are you know they have like certain um, um um they have certain uh streaming uh services that are already built in like for example um there's a um There's a not a DVD player, but a Blu-ray player by Sony that already has like the integration that you can actually use or say they'll have on their Netflix. uh, They'll have on Hulu or they'll have on, say, other other area, other um, streaming services or subscriptions that you can actually download. And these are all subscriptions that you would pay separately for. For on these devices. So even though you may get a soundbar or say you'll get a Blu-ray player like I like I would explain it to you or maybe just any other device like your TVs, even if you have a smart television. Those will also be able to download these different subscription services, which will automatically instantly give you like, you know, different services and movies and shows that you would normally not see on cable. Um Again, this is just something that if you're into the in the market for uh Amazon soundbar, I guess, you know, this is a thing. Um I know Roku, I've heard Roku also uh kind of stepping up their game and they're putting their uh, soundbar out too as well. And I think this is just a way um an added thing for, you know, these companies to now start to kind of take advantage of of the of the the streaming wars that we're having right now because we are in the middle of a competitive market for your dollar, your dollar, your subscription, your, your attention per se. So these streaming um, services and also these devices that, that carry these streaming services, mainly, you know, example, Amazon, Roku, they're pretty much the ones that are really the, the top ones that right now that are really vying for your attention. And Amazon, the one thing I will say about them, Honestly, um, and I and I've been one that really fought against Amazon, but Amazon offers a lot. They offer, of course, your Amazon Prime service, but they also offer like like, you know, the, the devices that you need for your TV. They offer the fire TV. Now the fire, the fire series has been very successful for them. They have the fire tablets. They also have the fire streaming sticks. They also have the fire televisions. And now, of course, the fire cube and the fire you know, the, this, there's so many things that, that Amazon now has been able to market very, very well, to say the least. You can actually buy them off of their site, off their Amazon site. So they have been very good at being at the forefront of this whole thing and being able to, you know, use their name as a, as a household name. And in Roku, the same thing. Roku is they've they've done the same thing. They've done very well when it comes to you know integrating their Services or or their their brand on top of television. So your TCL uh, Roku TVs are very good selling televisions and flat screen TVs. If you're ever in a market uh, for a TV a TV other than just Amazon Fire televisions, um, look at Roku too because Roku they sell um, great TCL brand televisions for you know, a a really good price actually. And even, you know, we're talking this, if you compare the size comparison, like say a 55 inch or 60 inch TV, sometimes, you know, you can see a TCL Roku Roku, uh, integrated television for say 299 maybe 300 bucks for 55 inch and that's hdr you know high definition tv i'm sorry high definition tv um, i'm not going to say that it would be oled but it already comes with smart integration so you'll get the whole package deal you know like you know, smart, smart television integration already built into it. Just an awesome, awesome deal for those of you that are trying to save some money, but want to get, say, a brand new television, 55 inch. I mean, that's a pretty good size TV that you can have in your living room for not that big of a price. So, um, you know, you got your Samsungs and your Sonys and your LGs and stuff. And those those can be pretty pricey as you get forward. But, but definitely check out Roku, check out and check out Amazon too. So again, that's that's kind of what I wanted to say about that. But I wanted to mainly share with you about the the TV cube, the the Fire TV Cube, and as well as the soundbar. What do you guys think about it? Let me know. You know, leave a comment, message, or whatever about it. What's your what is your opinion about it? I'm um, look forward to hearing more about it and having a discussion about it. So that's pretty much what I had for that. Hey, so are you a, uh, Apple user as far as, uh, iPhone user? Um, if you are, are you aware that there is a Apple event coming up this week? Um, we're talking, uh, I believe the 10th, 10th of this week. Um, I'm not sure exactly, uh, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to be in Cupertino. Um, so we're going to hear some, some uh, good things coming out of the Apple, the world of Apple. So I'm going to read this article. Actually, it's uh, from the Apple event or September 2019 event. Um, And here's some things to expect. So um, Apple will hold its annual iPhone centric event at the Steve Jobs Theater on the Apple Park campus on Tuesday, September 10th. This year's theme is by innovation only. So if you notice it's innovation instead of invitation which is the line that was on the invitation sale out to members of the media late August. This year's event will feature new iPhones with some of the best camera improvements that we've seen from Apple in years. Apple watch models and new materials and perhaps some other hardware and service updates. Below we've outlined some outline everything we're expecting to see and might see at Apple's 2019 uh, 2019 event. the 2019 iPhone lineup is going to look a lot like the 2018 lineup with Apple planning to continue offering three iPhones in uh, 58 6, uh, six five, eight inch 6 inch 6.5 inch and a 6.1 inch sizes. The former two devices which are successors to the iPhone X, XS and the or 10S and the 10S Max will have OLED displays while the iPhone XR successor will continue to feature an LCD display to keep co- costs lower. We don't yet know for sure what Apple is going to name its new iPhones. Given the names of the previous generation devices were, but iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 Pro are names that have been speculated to for two of the devices. Now, according to Bloomberg, while the upcoming iPhones will look similar to the current models, they're going to be made from a more shadow resistant glass that also matte. There also should be matte, uh, matte instead of glossy. When it comes to the iPhone XR, it may be available in new colors, including lavender and green. Better waterproofing is expected, which will also make the, the new iPhones more durable. And there is one significant design update and feature revision is the rear cameras. The next generation iPhone 10S and a 10S Max will feature triple lens camera setups set in a square shaped camera the camera setup is said to to include a 12 megapixel telephoto lens a 12 megapixel uh, wide-angle lens and a new 12 megapixel super wide-angle lens the three cameras the three camera system will bring significant improvements to photo quality especially in low lighting situations and it will allow for photos that are more zoomed out uh, otherwise known or also known as with a larger field of view the iphone 10r isn't getting a triple lens camera but it will be upgraded with a dual lens camera that features a wide angle wide angle lens and a telephoto lens uh, much like the the current iphone 10s Though it has a dual-lens camera, Apple is still giving the 10R a shape, a square-shaped camera bump, so it will match up with the 2019 iPhones. Apple can bring a low-light mode that would compete with the night sight features available in, on Google devices, and there will be, a, the, be neat features such as an option to expand a photo in a situation, where a key element got cut out thanks to the new super wide angle lenses. Rumors also suggest new video recording capabilities in the the works, with Apple aiming to introduce a feature that will let users retouch, um, retouch apply effects, alter colors and crop videos right in real time as it's being recorded. The front facing true depth camera system is going to be largely the same and the notch isn't going to shrink down this year, but Apple is rumored to be adding a new flood illuminator illuminator, and a face ID sensor upgrades that will allow the iPhone to capture a wider view field of view. This will let iPhone be unlocked with face ID even when laying flat on a table. You might have heard rumors about apple pencil support or apple pencil support for the 2019 uh, iphones but those rumors were all from sketchy sources and it's not a feature that we're expecting this year there are however quite a few new features that are coming that are worth highlighting bilateral wireless charging which samsung phones already have have will let a 2019 iPhone charger charge another Qi uh, Qi base device such as uh, such as the AirPods, so you can use your iPhone to charge up your wireless AirPods case, transfer power between two iPhones, and or charge the Apple Watch. Apple logos on on the new iPhones are expected to be relocated toward the center of the device, which is a departure from the current location, more towards the upper, uh, towards the top. The new placement is meant to be used as a guide for where to place the AirPod and Apple Watch for a bilateral charging feature. Bigger batteries are coming, which could mean longer battery life, but the extra battery. Could also be eaten up by the new triple lens camera system. We'll have to wait and see, but rumors suggest the next generation iPhone 10s could have a 3,000 3,200 uh, 3, milliamp battery, while the iPhone 10s Max successor could have a 3 uh, 3,500 milliamp battery. The next iPhone 10R is rumored to have a 3,000 milliamp battery, ultra wide band support. May be added to bring improvements to in indoor positioning and navigation. And the new iPhones are expected to support the faster Wi-Fi 6 spec- spec- uh, specifications. The next iPhone 10R may be four gigabytes of RAM, up to three gigabytes, and it could also get 4.4x4 MIMO for LTE speeds that match the current. 10s and a 10s max dual Bluetooth audio connection support for connecting two uh, pairs of Bluetooth headphones to a single device is rumored too. When it comes to the processor, the 2019 iPhone iPhones are expected to use an A13 chip from the TCMC. TCMC chips upgrades bring improved performance and efficiency and the A13 will be no different. Apple is also rumored to be adding a new AMX or Matrix co- coprocessor for handling some math-heavy computing tasks perhaps for augmented reality or or some of the new camera capabilities. 3D Touch is, uh, is rumored to be going away in the 2019 uh, R, which means that the iPhones will work like the iphone 10r long presses and haptic feedback will replace current 3d touch gestures there are some early rumors suggesting apple might be using a USB-C port instead of the lightning port in the new iphones but later rumors have solidified around the lightning port so don't expect ports to change this year We still may be getting around to a USB C related in the form of a new 18, 18 watt USB C uh, power adapter and a USB C to lightning cable that will enable fast charging right out the box. There are some, there have been some rumors indicating the Apple, indicating Apple is finally ready to upgrade from the five, uh, five watt power adapter and provide fast charging capabilities which the need to buy extra accessories, but this rumor isn't a sure thing. For more details on what to expect for the 2019 iPhones, along with more images or renderings. Okay, so Apple Watch. We've heard little bit about the new Apple Watch models expected in 2019. So this may not be more, the most exciting year for the Apple Watch, there have been hints that new titanium and ceramic models are, the works, are in the works, but beyond that, rumors have indicated that changes will be minor. We could probably expect the, the S5 uh, processor that brings speed and efficiency improvements if a new Series 5 model are announced, but beyond that, we don't know if there are any other notable new uh, features coming this year. For more on the Apple Watch you can check out our Apple Watch Roundup. Software up updates. New version of iOS and now iPad OS, Mac OS, Watch OS, and TV OS have been in beta testing since the debut of at WWDC in, in June, and these d- updates would see a release not too long after Apple's events. In fact, Apple typically provides Golden Master versions of new software following this, its September event, and with the software launch coming just ahead and when new devices release. With an event on September 10th, we're expecting pre orders on September 13th and a launch on September 20th. Software releases typically happen two days before when new iPhones are released so iOS 13, iPad OS, TV OS, and Watch OS could see it launch on September 18th. Catalina will will also come at the at that time, but Apple occasionally releases its Mac software a bit later. Details on all the features including included in the fall twenty nineteen software lineup. Can be found in the roundup at iOS 13, iPad OS 13, Watch OS 6, Mac OS Catalina, and T- and TV OS 13. Now, for upcoming details on more Apple services that are also rumored to make an appearance or talked about during its Apple event is um, Apple Arcade. So Apple's upcoming subscription gaming service is set to launch this fall and it's likely we'll hear more about it, including a price point at an end launch date. Apple Arcade will let Apple users access over 100 games on iPhone, Apple TV and Mac with one monthly price with, and no additional in-app purchases. Dozens of developers are on board and we're expecting the service to debut right around when the iPhone launches. Apple TV+, Plus, Apple's upcoming streaming service for movies and television, is also set to launch this fall. May, we may hear more about it at the September iPhone event, with Apple potentially sharing a new trailer's details and information on price right now rumors suggest uh, right now rumors suggest Apple TV plus is coming later this fall perhaps in November but we still may get new information with the launch of of the new Apple uh, the new iPhones and new Apple watch models Apple also always introduces updated iPhones cases with fit to fit new devices and new Apple Watch bands in fall colors. This year should be no different and we're expecting to see new iPhone cases, Apple Watch bands and perhaps new iPad covers to match. iPad Pro. Apple is rumored to be planning the release refreshed versions of the iPad Pro in 2019 with updated camera and processors. There have been some rumors indicating a three-lens camera system, but it's not clear if that's going to happen. Major design changes are not expected for the 2019 iPad Pro update, and Apple is going to stick with the same 11 and 12.9-inch sizes. The 10.2-inch iPad, there's a new affordable iPad, in the works to succeed the 9.7 inch ipad and this one is expected to measure up up to 10.2 inches so it may feature slimmer bezels apple pencil support will will be included and is expected to continue to be to use touch id instead of face id right now the 9.7 inch ipad costs 329 dollars and apple is expect expected to keep the costs low, Apple introduced introduced <clears throat> excuse me new MacBook Pro models since uh, twice this year in both May and July. But it looks like we're getting a third 2019 MacBook Pro, a 16-inch model. Rumors suggest that the 16-inch Mac Pro mo- MacBook model MacBook Pro will feature a much slimmer bezels. When, uh, then the 15 inch MacBook Pro, which will allow it to have a larger display in, the, in a body that approximately the same size as the 15 inch MacBook Pro, so think slimmer bezels rather than a bigger body when it comes to the new MacBook Pro. The 16 inch MacBook Pro Pro is expected to have an all new design and the display. Could feature a 30, 30, by 1920 resolution. Most notably, the new MacBook Pro may have an all-new keyboard that does away with the butterfly mechanism, swapping back over the design based on traditional uh, scissor switches. Apple analysis Ming Chi Kuo believes Apple is has been working on this new keyboard for some time and plans to debut its first in the updated macbook pro it is said to to feature longer key travel and better durability thanks to the use of fiberglass to reinforce the structures of the keys apple may be planning to use intel's ninth generation coffee lake refresh chips in the 16 inch macbook pro which are the same chips used in the high-end 15-inch MacBook Pro models. The 16-inch MacBook Pro is not going to replace the 15-inch MacBook Pro and will instead be sold right alongside it, presumably as a higher-end option. Given the rumors suggest that a new machine will not replace the current 15-inch model at the time, we we can likely expect a high price point. Now on to Apple TV. Code found in the internal build in, of iOS uh, 13 reference a new Apple TV 11.1 one model, suggesting Apple is working on an update app, updated Apple TV. Little is known about the new device, but it could feature a A12 processor. There's no word word on when we can expect a release, but it's possible this new Apple TV will debut at Apple September's event uh, or later this October. Apple Tags. Apple is working on a quote-unquote Apple tag that would compete with products like Tile, offering up Bluetooth tracking uh, for items like keys, wallets, cameras, and more. Apple Tags will integrate into the Find My app, And will take advantage of offline tracking capabilities there's no word on when the apple tag will launch but it will come this fall in conclusion apple's 2019 iphones will bring some of the most significant camera changes that we've had in years which is something to look forward to Promises of better waterproofing and better shatter-resistant could make the new iPhone more durable than ever. And then there are some new additional features like bilateral wire, wirelessly charging. Wireless charging is le- look <laughs> to look forward to. I'm sorry. If Apple follows past iPhone schedules, we've heard no hints of delays this year. Pre-orders for the new iPhone could begin on Friday, September 13th, and a launch could follow on Friday, September 20th. Live coverage. The, the buy invitation only event will kick off on Tuesday, September 10th at 10 a.m. Apple will live stream the event on its, on its event website and through the events app on the Apple TV. For those who are unable to watch, Mac Rumors will, uh, will offer live coverage both here and on MacRumors.com and on MacRumors Live Twitter account. Stay tuned. So, what do you guys think about all of that? That sounds like it's going to be a big event for Apple. And again, um, Apple has always, you know, even though these are kind of like rumors, but I think that at this close, to the event i think a lot of this stuff that they're talking about is really going to happen it's really going to happen um as far as their announcements and stuff if you are um definitely if you're an apple user does this get you excited are you in the market for an upgrade on a new i um iphone so i've been hearing a lot of things about the iphone 10r and the 10 10rs or x so um let me know what you think about it. I think that this is pretty awesome. Uh, Apple has always been the um, the innovator. And this was a key in their invitation or the look of their, their um, title of the next event. It says by innovations only. So, expect to see some new stuff i really am excited to see what they're gonna do with the new uh apple watch and also the ipads um i mean i've never had an apple ipad but i'm kind of curious about that and i wouldn't mind actually having maybe an apple ipad that i wouldn't mind so um again let me know you know leave me your comments about it and you know i'll be giving i'll be um looking at coverage of the apple event also uh, speaking of that you know you can also look on youtube and see that i'm sure they'll be streaming live coverage and just like they said the apple um youtube channel they will also probably re recast the event again so sometimes what happens is they may not show it right away because sometimes there's so much traffic on the internet as well as like live streaming that you know sometimes what happens is that uh uh the 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 signal gets kind of spotty so sometimes what companies do is they will wait and then they'll re- reset it up again but only this time without the you know the physical distractions and things like that so let me know what you think and and give me your comments and so until until then i'll see you next time So hey guys, um, I got a chance to check out a video that um, I really highly recommend you to watch. Um, And uh, I know that what I had been saying earlier about the foldable phones, about the uh, Samsung Galaxy Fold, um, again, I, I, you know, it's a wonderful looking phone, but I know for the price um, of it, it's going to be, it's way too expensive in my, I think it's overpriced. And the second thing about it all that is that I I can't really justify why it would cost that much, even for the technology that's built into this type of phone. Um, With that being said, it's not compared to the phone that I actually seen the video of. It's just not as practical and use use wise. I think that this particular brand or phone, I should say more than phone, not I mean, more than phone, not brand is an actual better use case of how a phone should be. Now, the phone that I'm talking about that you can look up for yourself is is called the LG G. 8x thin Q dual screen. Now that was a long title for a phone, but if some of you remember, if you're LG users like I am, uh, this LG is an LG G8. So just remember that. Um, the thin Q series has been around, has, has just recently been adopted by LG. Um, I have a LG V30 thin Q. I don't never, I never really say thin Q, but this is something. The phone that I saw the video of was something different. It was actually a lot more practical um, looking and I think it really works better than a foldable phone. So this was a, um, a what they consider a dual screen phone. Now for spec, wa- spec wise, runs a Snapdragon 855, six gigabytes of RAM, 128 gigabytes of storage with, with an expandable option uh, for micro SD card. So you can expand it, you know, to maybe 256 or maybe uh, larger than that. If, if you want to probably up to a terabyte. Then also the end, there's an in display fingerprint uh, sensor on the inside of the of the, the front screen instead of the rear, um, my particular phone that I'm using is the fingerprint sensor is actually in the rear. Okay, it also comes with the, a 32 megapixel front-facing camera, able to record in 4K resolution. It also has a 4000 milliamp battery, and I believe that the reason why the 4000 milliamp battery is is needed, it could be just for the the dual screen aspect so in other words it may because you need to run um an actual component onto there now the the screen is a 6.4 inch oled display full hd plus resolution the second screen which is in the in the um you know the the second screen would be a second i mean it would be a 64 inch uh 64 inch OLED display as well with a teardrop notch for the camera also connects to the phone with via USB-C connection so imagine uh the connection where you know it has a little notches on the back three notches and it you slide your phone into that and then all of a sudden your it's connected the, the other part of it A screen is connected to your regular screen, connected to your phone, which is great for different multitasking things. Like you, if you like to multitask, I know I'm used to multitasking on my phone now. So there's a few great options for that. Um, You can be using it as a text message, um, you know. So you know, it's 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 um it's it's a pretty pretty good um, use of actually a second screen um the dual screen setup also proves that it's great for gaming that's the last thing i I remember taking notes for um now the the screen or the the second screen is like a case you open it up they were using it to play uh pubg so you had a full screen of PUBG on, on your regular phone. At the bottom of it, you can use it as a controller. You can actually switch controllers to do different types of controllers that you like to use. You can actually customize your own controllers on there and everything is touchscreen on that second screen. I thought, honestly, I'm not so much into mobile gaming as, as others, but this did look a lot better. And I think that honestly, it was a practical use of of what they are using as a foldable phone this was phenomenal so i don't know um i know that price wise because of the fact that it's not a foldable phone but a dual screen phone i'm personally think that there that it will be a lot cheaper and i'm thinking at least under a thousand for sure if not i would say eight to seven the least eight to seven hundred dollars for this phone um because of of all the things that it offers as just a LG G8 so just that alone it it does qualify as a flagship phone but honestly i really believe that this is a great phone i think that this phone um i would even say that it's it's in my opinion i think it's better than the fold so Again, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying it because I'm, I'm i have an LG. But even if I even there are some LGs that I'm just not impressed with, but honestly, you know, an LG has always been always stood out to be a little bit different anyway. So, again, I you know I, again i'm not biased i'm i promise you i'm not biased but i do want to tell you wanted to recommend this this um video take a look at it um it was it's a really great video um to watch there's several videos of it out it's just not one there's several of them because this has really been a great talking point and um yeah it's being reviewed right now at uh IFA, uh, 2019 right now. And among other stuff that's going on there, I think that I thought this was a really great product. All right. Hey, well, so this is going to close up for, for this episode of black nurse podcast. I really appreciate everybody listening and, you know, lending me your ear for this a moment of time and stuff. So, um, look, follow me on all my, my social medias, uh, places on my Facebook at, um, black nerve black nerd at um, dash uh, 46 and then also Instagram at black nerd for you and then also um, Instagram at black nerd there B-L-K-N-E-R-D is how you spell it not B-L-A-C-K also uh, follow me on anchor it's anchor.fm uh, forward slash black nerd dash 50 that's black nerd dash 50 same same way you spell it there too as well um, also um I'm on all the different so, all the different podcast catchers. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Google um, Google Podcasts, I'm on iTunes, I'm um, on on iHeartRadio. I'm also on um, let's see Podbean, um Pocket Cast, I'm on Overcast, I'm on Stitcher, I'm on Radio Public, um, Overcast, I believe I said that again. So all those different ones, you know, definitely type in the type in my uh, my title. Be okay, nerd podcast, it's, and also the Biblecast that I also use too is still under the same Black Nurse podcast. So just remember when you see that, please subscribe, please share, and also now you can also support this podcast. So if you like the information that you're hearing and you enjoy everything that I'm that the information that I'm giving out, hey, please you know drop a dollar or something, sow a seed into. To the podcast So that I can Continue to enhance This podcast Make it better for you And for all my listeners So I appreciate everything I enjoy Enjoy this Enjoy doing this And enjoy sharing So until next time Hey Stay blessed And stay cool And take it easy Also one more thing Before I forget Um The people in Um Actually, North Carolina now. So the storm has made it past Florida. Um, Unfortunately, we did lose some lives. I believe it was like 20 20 lives that are missing or have, uh, have died, unfortunately. I'm sorry to hear that. Please, please pray for those families out there and then also um there is flooding i believe going on there so hurricane dorian um it's it's still there i believe now it's down to like either a um, a category one or something like that now but there is massive amount of flooding in the north carolina area please pray for those that are out there and and the workers and everybody please just continue to sing your prayers and your thoughts for them. Okay. So again, until then, I'll see you next time and God bless everybody.